My name is Trevor, I'm an alcoholic. Hey, hey Trevor. Trevor. Thanks for that warm welcome. Thank you for the warm welcome, Eric. That was really You're nice. welcome. Yeah. And uh, it's good to be here. Um, a few weeks ago, Jim said, asked, he put it in the form of a question like we're supposed to. Uh, he put it in the form of a question. He said, was there, a, was there any time when in your AA life um, that, I'm paraphrasing, of course, like we do. They said, is there any time that you, you saw the lights go on and saw somebody really get get with it and see the, see the, and the truth is that's happened a lot of times, but it happened, it happened uh, close to 40 years ago with Carolyn. So uh, I want to acknowledge her. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll just pause there. Yeah, she said, I don't know. And, and you know, the truth is that it's happened a lot of times, but I've seen Carolyn uh, do so many things in Alcoholics Anonymous and in life in general that have just been amazing. And so I wanted to just take time out. She did, take, she did get a cake, as I think you saw, because it seems to be pretty close to gone now. But if you didn't get a chance to read it, <clears throat> I've got a picture of it. What it said on the on the cover, what it said on the top was, uh, "Congratulations or Happy Anniversary 40, Happy 40th Anniversary, <laughs> Carolyn." And I thought, well, you know, you know how you think. I, I was going, well, the baker's got some questions here. <laughs> <laughs> might have a couple of questions which might be like in, in, in typically in an I mean things change of course but, but in an anniversary situation aren't we congratulating two people <laughs> but then of course I'll just set up my sobriety station here and get started. Um, well, you know, I've, I've had a good time. I've had a good time, and I hope, uh, hope others have had a good time as well. And I've, I've had a lot of people have said some nice things, you know, following my, my speeches, you know, my, my, my stories, my, my whatever it is. Um, they've said nice things. and. You know, I want to I want to do an adequate job. I, I want to be okay. I want to I want to tell my story properly. I, I don't want to I don't want to exaggerate. I don't want to tell big whoppers. And I sure as hell don't want to. Excuse me. I sure as heck don't want to be. You know, no danger of this, but I don't want to be the best uh, best AA best speaker in AA. I, I, I don't want that because my friend my friend uh, Paul tells me my friend Paul from Abu Dhabi by way of Toronto said, you know, being the best speaker in AA is kind of like being the best uh, pool player at the nut house. So, so, I'm no danger. No danger here. Just trying to tell my story. And um, I'm trying to think of where we were. When we started, I remember the first night I got I got up here and I, I ended it by talking about, you know, recapping the first step and kind of 
the hopelessness of the situation that we find ourselves in when if we truly are you know we I, I kind of went through the the or I did go through the I guess all the oh no there's still a few left if you need one but that the 12 questions the 12 questions about are you know is AA for you you know do you, do you experience blackouts do you drink in the morning have you had problems with uh, drinking on the job etc only you can answer those questions and they're still up there but also that you know with if uh, you know we drink and have horrendous experiences and then we go back and do it over again you know we we, we do it over again over and over again thinking it's going to be different so you know we kind of looked at that and if and if, the, if that's the case and that's all we've got the first step you know we're powerless over alcohol our life is unmanageable like i went through that uh what my sponsor gave me, which is on page 52, but we've also got handouts for that, which is a test for untreated alcoholism. Having trouble with personal relationships, couldn't control our emotional natures, prey to misery and depression, couldn't make a living, etc. If we've got those and we've got no way out, we are really in trouble. We got we've got a situation that we're not going to be able to get out of it says you know a that we were alcoholic and couldn't manage our own lives no human power could relieve our alcoholism that means doctors lawyers sponsors general service representatives nobody's going to be able to nobody's going to be able to solve our problems we've got a problem that only god can solve and so then we went on to the second step and we you know came to believe that a power greater than ourselves who was up to us to kind of go after and look for uh, we came to believe that the power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity the sanity being what the sanity having to do with the first drink that that was uh, you know that that was our, our our big issue for those of us who are alcoholics I won't say real alcoholics if you're alcoholic you're an alcoholic my friend Bill recounted a grapevine article saying they said, what's the difference between a real alcoholic and an alcoholic? Well, it's, he said, it's kind of like the difference between being dead and real dead. So, <laughs> so if, if you're an alcoholic, if you're an alcoholic, you've got a problem that only God, only God can, um, can, can solve for us. And then we come to the thing, the jumping off point. Do we, are we going to have it or not? Are we going to do this thing? Are we, are, are we going to, ask God for help or are we going to add, you know go ahead make a decision to go ahead with the rest of the program which is involved with the third step where I make a decision to turn my will and life over to the care of God but really I'm making a decision to go forward into the steps so yeah I mean I made that decision and I wrote it in my book Kevin I don't know if that's a California thing, but I, I think it's a Northwest PA thing now, because I think if you if you take the if you got somebody's taking the third step, maybe have them write it in the book, because that way when we're doing the dance, you know, I told you about how I went to dancing school when I was a kid. Well, you know, they taught the rumba, the foxtrot, and the cha cha cha. But the one I remember best is the waltz, because when I came into Alcoholics Anonymous. Lloyd said a lot of newcomers do the AA waltz, which is one, two, three, one. Cindy knows this one. <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, out. 
one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, out. So we don't want to do that. We want to make a decision and then go on with the rest of the program. So there's a little theme here, which is we do it and then we go on to the next part, right? Four and five, we write out the we write out our inventory. We did it with the grid, Mr. Brown and the employer and so on, Mr. Brown. And we we read it to our sponsor. Our sponsor, thanks Loretta, knows us better after we've after we've done that step with him or with her. Our our sponsor knows us better. That's a great benefit of the of the uh, of doing the fifth step. And then we come to where we are kind of tonight. So um, <clears throat> I could have saved a lot of time with this thing. I didn't need six six weeks to kind of go through that. But I but you can you can do it. <laughs> doesn't hurt to repeat it doesn't hurt to repeat and just in case you miss anything it's all in the book right away I taught for a long time my friend Ken there he's here tonight he's the one with the books behind him yeah you can tell tell who's 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 in in the in the room you know you got your 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 front seaters and then you got your back seat yeah <laughs> And then they're wondering, you know, is there going to be, I'm not going to be able to be here, but I'm going to, you know, so. this is at our own pace. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to read just a couple of things before I got, before I get sidetracked, before I get sidetracked. No, I don't want to read that yet. And I'll read that later. But... Um, what I wanted to talk about was, there we are, uh, there I was, um, and I, uh, chapter chapter six, into action, this is, uh, this is the one where we did the fifth step, okay? That's where we did the fifth step. We've got something written out, and I didn't, I didn't uh, read it verbatim, I think I alluded to it. So I'll read it, I'll read it uh, the way that the book says. I'll read it the way the book says. So this got my attention because my sponsor would say this. He'd probably paraphrase it, but you get the message uh, having to do with the fifth step okay let me put my book put my glasses on it's difficult especially discussing our defects with another person we think we've done well enough admitting these things to ourselves but there's doubt about that in actual practice we usually find a solitary self-appraisal insufficient many of us thought it necessary to go much further uh, we'll be more reconciled to discussing ourselves with another person when we see good reasons, plural, good reasons, why we should do so. And then it says something really great. <clears throat> the best reason first. If we, and this being the fifth step, if we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. So let me repeat that. It's the best reason first. I don't know what other what other reasons they have here, to be honest, because I don't see them. But but I'm sure they're there. I, I just didn't I didn't uh, find them in there. But that's a good enough reason for me. I don't want to get drunk again. So uh, I I went ahead and, and made an appointment after I after I finished that uh, that long list and I read it out. I read it and uh, it took a while and then and then we were done. 
uh, you know, I'd done the three, the three portions of it. Um, and I pocketed my pride, went to it, illuminating every, this is page 75, uh, illuminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. And then once we've taken the step withholding nothing, we're delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We began to feel the nearness of our creator. Well, I guess that's the best. That's the second good, another good reason to do it. Now that you mention it. Um, the feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We, felt, we feel we're on the broad highway walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. Okay, now here we go. This, that's, that's as far as I'm concerned, and I, I, as far as I'm concerned, we're now done with the fifth step. Because returning home, uh, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour. Well, I was, for my time with Luther, I was at his house in California. And uh, so he said, where it says, uh, where he says, find a place where we could be quiet for an hour. Well, I was in his house. He said, make that a half an hour. <laughs> Fair enough. But he, he had me write it in, so that's what I, that's, that's, the, that's the marching orders I have. Uh, reviewing what we've done, we thank God from the bottom of our heart. Number one, we thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Two, the second thing, taking the book down from our shelf, we turn to the page, which was 59, that contains the 12 steps or the directions that we took. Okay, we carefully, I'm going to stretch this out because this is six and seven here. Okay, if you, if you blink, you, if you blink, you miss it. Carefully reading the first five proposals, okay, so I read over what I've done on page 59 on those first five, did I leave anything out? Did, you know, I, just like I did at the beginning of this meeting, I talked about doing the first step, looked at the second step, third step, did I do that? Did I, did I write out the gross, uh, the gross defects and so forth? Did I write the resentments, fears, sex conduct, etc.? Did I do all that? Did I leave anything out? That's a big question, because sometimes hear people leave things out, either because they forgot it, or they just didn't think of it, or they wanted to leave it out. Um, have we omitted anything? Or we're building an arch through which we'll walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? This is all in a half an hour, or an hour. Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped on the cement? You know, he's really, really building up this, uh, this metaphor uh, for, for what we've done and seeing if we agree with it. And then on uh, turn to page 76, it says something kind of interesting. If we, if we can answer to our satisfaction, and Luther had me write out that to the side of the page. He said, to our satisfaction, not to yours, not to mine, not to Luther's, not to, you know, anyone else, but is it to our satisfaction? Did we do a good enough job? And we've emphasized, uh, if we can answer to our satisfaction, then we look at step six. So now we really are on step six. But we won't be there long. It's, it, it's quick. Have we emphasized willingness as being in, indispensable? Are we now ready to let God remove from us all the things which we've admitted are objectionable? Can he take them all, every one? If we still cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us be willing. And then it says, as the 
the prayer. So if we have the if if we have those in place, we decided, yeah, I, I I did all these things. Honest, honestly, I did them. I did them to the best of my ability, and so on. Um, then we're then we're on step six, and we can take that prayer uh, without reservation. My first sponsor, Alex, said, "You're not gonna you're not gonna drum up any more uh, willingness in." weeks to come you know you're already you've read off this stuff you're not feeling all that great and i wasn't you know you've seen a lot of stuff that's you know not that not that flattering it's not that great and you know if you wait around you're liable to kind of come up with some good reasons not to do this or to postpone or what have you that's not what alex said he just said you're just going to be you, you know you're not going to get any more ready than you are right now and I think that's true. So I did it. Um, it says, my creator and I will, and you know, the, you know the prayer. It's on page 76. And uh, it says, we have then, the word is completed, meaning done, finished. It's in the past. We've completed step seven. Uh, now we need more action. Well, there you go. So uh, wait a minute. Uh, you know, wait, wait a minute. Does that mean I just did step six and seven? Well, according to the book, it says that. So I won't argue with the book. I'll just, I'll just say, you know what? I, I went back and I asked Luther about this this last week because I honestly couldn't remember. I said, you know, did I have uh, like a, a long list of like these character? Did I have a list? of character defects you know I I kind of have the idea that they're character defects we kind of all share right a lot of us we all kind of have some selfishness some self-centeredness we have some resentment we have some anger we have some pettiness we have some uh, touchiness there's all kinds of uh, character defects most of them and they're listed in the book if we if we look for them they say watch for these things he said I said, did, did, I, did I have like the list? He said, yeah, I gave you it. I gave you that list. I said, oh. I said, yeah, you, you well, I was listening while you did the, while you did the fourth and fifth step and I, I wrote out those character defects and gave them to you and you wrote out um, what the opposite would be. What, you know, what, what, what would be a positive way of doing it? I, honestly, honestly, that has, that, that I do not remember that, but it's a great thing. I mean, and, and it's, I'll tell you what. Um, we, you know, obviously, I say obviously, but it, it seems obvious to me that we we know we know that we've got we've got these things that we've got these defects at the end. If we don't know by the end of the fifth step, we haven't really been paying close attention, but. We know we've got them, and we know, unless we're very naive or something, we know that they're not going to go away in the in the blink of an eye. Otherwise, we'd be walking around in a, a society of saints, and our book tells us we're not saints. You know, that that we we we're, you know, very much human. We're, we have the we continue to have these things. So what happens? So I ask God to remove these defects. I'll read it. Pray now, remove from me every single defect of character which stands in my way of the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. 
Um, and then, you know, we don't come out perfect the next day. I mean, we might we might have a kind of a nice couple of days, but eventually, some you know, we're going to get that next resentment. I mean, I guarantee it. It's going to happen. But uh, what we have is the ability now to see to see those things if we're looking. Okay. Um, I'm going to digress. You remember? Uh, I used to talk, or I talked about central office back in Tucson and the place where all the people came in for the 5:30 meetings that would go on forever and so on. So we used to get a lot of newcomers because it was the kind of the golden age of treatment center stuff. It was a lot of insurance was paying and people were going in and out of the treatment centers. We get a lot of new new people from treatment, and that's great. But I didn't. I I never went to. I never went to treatment. I didn't go to detox. I didn't go to treatment. I just, you know, I came, I got into Alcoholics Anonymous and, and stopped drinking and kind of went to a lot of meetings. But uh, the new person sometimes would say things like, well, one thing they'd say was, we were told that at West Center that uh, 28 days of West Center was like two years of sobriety. <laughs> They tell you that, huh? Okay. <laughs> Keep coming back. And then, and they still, and it's still said, not that, but it's still said, um, oh gosh, well, how, how do you like being an AA? You know, because it's, you're, now, you're now newly sober and you went to this, this facility or what have you, and say something about, oh, it was, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I found out so much about myself and sometimes I wonder well what because I'd wonder that then and I still wonder well what was it about yourself that you found out you know I found that out you know I found out I'm dr uh, drunk you know I found out, found out I got no real solutions to my problems you know the only solution I got is here in Alcoholics Anonymous is that what they find didn't have to go 28 days for that but I so I said I'm gonna I was getting uh, gonna digress but the part two of the working thing that was just a little that was just a little I was just being kind of snarky there I guess but this part two was was well now that I found out about myself you know what I'm gonna do especially now that I've done some kind of a thing here and I found out that I'm not perfect I'm going to start working on myself or I'm gonna start working on these character defects and I think that's about the time that my sponsor would probably go into you know start laughing you know and I and I kind of laugh because I hear it all the time it's like Okay, well now I've identified these character defects, I've asked them to go away, and they're really not going away, so I guess I just gotta work on them. And I go, that's the last thing you need to do. That's the last thing I need to do, I don't need to work. You know, it's kinda like, I've, I've had some minor surgery, not much. I've, you know, there's a lot of people who've had a lot worse than I have uh, in terms of surgery. But I've gone in and they've put me under anesthesia, you know, and I kind of contemplate this is like, you know, when I've asked God, how did this put it? Oh yeah, I asked God. Huh. 
uh, my creator, I'm willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness. Okay, usefulness. Uh, now, okay, I'm, I'm, uh, skip the anesthesia, doc. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to do it myself. You know, the doctor is, does not need your help. Okay? I mean, I know this is a little bit far-fetched, perhaps, but it's really not. Doctor doesn't need your help. God doesn't need my help in getting rid of character defects. Okay? So I might as well just identify them and leave them alone once I have identified them. Okay? Because I get to identify them all the time. Every day if I'm really doing it right. Every day. I get to look at the, kind of look over the day and go, huh, was I selfish? Yeah. <laughs> you know, could I have done a better thing rather than yelling? Yeah, I could. I could have, you know. And then we say, um, if we're doing it right, we go, God forgive me. And then we, my sponsor indelicately said, we drop it. I didn't say indelicately because he added an adjective in there, but we drop it. Okay, but that's how that's how we, you know, that's how we can uh, see and identify and keep going with our character defects, rather than going, I got to work on this thing, man. You know, I got to get busy. I got to work, work, work. It's not that. It's not like that at all. I haven't worked on any of that stuff for years. Maybe it shows. I don't know. <laughs> Personally, I'm doing, I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing kind of okay. Because truthfully, I haven't had a drink in a long time, too. So, you know what? I, I you know, the proof's kind of there. And so, so I didn't go to West Center. So I didn't get the 2018. Um, well, I got a little bit of time left, so I guess I can get on to the eighth and ninth step. Except we had a list. We had a list because we did a fourth and fifth step, right? We did a fourth and fifth step, and so we had a list of people. And um, <clears throat> oh yeah, we have a list of people we've uh, harmed and to whom we're willing to make amends. We made it when we took in. We made it when we took inventory. We subjected ourselves to a drastic self appraisal. Um, so yeah, I had a big long list and some of them I'd done some things that I wasn't and still am not that proud of that I'd, I'd done them. Said things, done things, and um, you know, I would have given, I would have given a lot to have not done those actions or said those things. A lot of them I was drunk, some of them I was not drunk, okay? Uh, I mean, since then, I've been sober, like I said, I've got sober April 21st, 1981, so that's 42 years. So, I mean, my goodness, I haven't been a saint the whole time, right? There's a lot of things I wish I'd done differently, okay, uh, over years, over the period of time. But there's certain people we can go back to, so we had a list. Then I would say the best thing anybody said was take it to your sponsor before you go off and start making these amends. You can have disaster happen. Disaster can happen. You you one of these do-it-yourself people with the uh, with no anesthesia. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna go in here. This I'm 
pretty much of a quick study, so I should be able to get this done. Made a list of people we'd harmed. I don't, I don't need to do that, sorry. Uh, made a list of people we'd harmed, made direct amends, go out and make the amends, and disaster can happen. So uh, I had the list, I took it to my sponsor. Uh, when I did it with Luther the second time, same thing, took it to him and got his take. And some of them, boom, no amend. Where's the harm? You think you made a harm, you think, you think you did such and such, you were such a powerful person, like you changed somebody's life by looking at them wrong. No, that's not an amend, okay? Cross it off the list, okay? This one, this one, cross off this one, cross off this one. But I was left with a list that I could do. Some of them I owed money to. Couldn't make all the, couldn't make all the financial restitutions all at once. Make some, make the best arrangements you can is what the book says. So make the best arrangements, best arrangements, make a payment, make another payment, make another payment. I, I had some, I had some uh, money that I owed. There was some money I owed that I couldn't pay to the, to the people or persons or institutions. I paid them in other ways. I paid them in contributions to charities, this, that, and the other. I wrote letters. Some people we can't see, I wrote letters to. So I was very busy, as, were, as was Ken as were a lot of the guys in our home group. We were kind of like on the ninth step table is what we were on. It's like everything that came to the South Side group, somebody would bring up a topic, yeah, I got a topic. <sighs> well, where are you on those amends? You know, it seemed like everything centered around that. But it's true, it, it helped a lot. Um, I know we love, the, we love the promises, so we read them all the time, and somebody reads those, and then there's always a killjoy, isn't there? <laughs> the killjoy is this person. Well, you know. <laughs> those are all well and good. Those, you know, you're doing pretty good now. You're you know, able to look people in the eye, and oh gosh, what is it? All those, all those, all those happy promises, um, but they don't come until we're halfway through the ninth step. So, just in case you think you're feeling any of those promises, you ha you, that's that's like a, something else, unless you're halfway through the ninth step. So, anyway, that was where it was. I I, I did the best I could uh, with them. Um, honestly, honestly, over time, I felt like. Wow, that was, um, some, were, some were difficult, some were more difficult than others, some weren't entirely perfectly, uh, perfectly done, some weren't perfectly received, but they were received well enough, okay? This is where I'm going to pull out the tab that Carolyn gave me. <laughs> I mean, it's, my, it's the quote that I wanted to write, but she said, well, you, you know, take a tab. <laughs> Here it is. And and it's hidden. It's hidden because like they do in these in, in the book, sometimes it's so subtle where we're doing this where we get these things, it's like it's just in there. Um, it's talking about like don't go to and I didn't, but don't go to people and act like you've been, you know, like had some kind of religious conversion because uh, we might prejudice them is how it says uh, so don't do that but then it says something very very important 
at the moment, at the moment, ninth step, we are trying to put our lives in order. That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to put our lives in order. But this is not an end in itself. So in other words, it's not like we're just trying to tick the boxes, get through the hoops, you know, going to dog obedience school. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. That's not it. We're, we're, it's, this is not an end in itself. Our real purpose is to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and to the people about us. That's the reason we're doing all this stuff. And it's, that's so subtle it, 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 it escaped me. Okay? But that's why, that's why we're doing it. So it's nice. We do get the, we do get the promises. Yes, I have. It says, uh, and Luther liked them, I guess, enough that he had me number them. One, I'm amazed before I'm halfway through. Two, I'm going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Three, we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Four, we'll comprehend the word serenity and we'll know peace. Five, no matter how far down the scale we've gone, we'll see how our uselessness can, or how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness is six. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. Seven, lose interest in selfish things, gain interest in our fellows. Eight, self-seeking slips away. Our whole attitude of outlook on life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us and we'll intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. And we suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. How much more can we ask for from something? Of course, you gotta be at least halfway through the, or kind of close to being halfway through the ninth step to get them, but you can't ask for much more than that. I mean, contrast that, contrast that with a few weeks ago when we were talking about this. We're having trouble with personal relationships. We couldn't control our emotional natures. We're prey to misery and depression. We couldn't make a living. Feeling of uselessness, full of fear. We were unhappy. We couldn't seem to be of real help to other people. I'll take, I'll take the part that comes after we put in some work, even if it means putting myself into a, you know, uh, doing some things that I wouldn't normally want to do. Because the fact is, I wouldn't have wanted to do the fourth step, fifth step, eighth step, ninth step, twelfth step. I wouldn't have wanted to do any of those at all, uh, left to my own druthers. But I've gotten a whole lot out of it that, uh, I, that, that I would have never expected. So um, I wanted to cover one other thing, and I think we got time. Um, one other thing is, over time, sometimes, Sometimes our thoughts are not our, our, not, not our best assets. You know, our thinking is not necessarily our best asset. We start thinking about stuff, and then it becomes obsessive thinking, and then it leads to, uh, you know, regret, remorse, shame, guilt, et cetera, et cetera, sometimes all at once, you know? And it sometimes focuses on something in the past, or something in the recent past, or something yesterday. And there's a passage here that I thought I'd share. And as I said, they're clever because they hide things in here. Uh, this part, they hit it really well because they hit it in the part about sex in the, uh, in the fourth step, or the fourth and fifth step, fourth step. And this, this, this part, this part of the big book is dynamite. It's on page 70 if you're, if you're keeping track. This is dynamite. If we have, you know, we fell short. 
my sponsor says, Luther says, you know, you got an almost, you, Trevor, I almost have an impossibly high standard for myself. Nothing but the best, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you slide, but not me. You know, I gotta, I gotta do absolutely the best, you know, best I possibly can. But guess what, I don't, right? So what, what do I do then, left to my own, well, I'll start thinking about it, you know. You know, you know what, that was just a bunch of, you know, I'll start thinking, 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 and, and, and things get worse and worse. It doesn't get better and better. That, you know, it's like if I'm going to work on my problems, it doesn't get better and better. It gets worse and worse. It's like my sponsor, Alex, before he came to AA, he said, I was, I was working on my Volkswagen, and I was, I, it was working when I started. I was just going to tune it up, but by the time that I got to the end of the day, I was stone drunk, and the car wouldn't work at all. <laughs> so... He said, you know, the best thing to do if you got a problem with your car is go take it to a mechanic. And if it's like electrical problem, take it to one of those guys who's got like three lightning bolts on his sleeves. <laughs> so you got a problem, don't take it to your own shade tree and say, I don't work on my resentments here. <laughs> That's a bad idea. We've got something next week. <laughs> yeah, next week we're going to cover how to how we're going to do that but for now I'm just saying we're not we're not going to do that on our own okay it's a really bad idea to, to try and start working on this stuff on your own uh, oh yeah I almost didn't tell you that it was on page 70 that was so great okay so you screwed up one more time or I did you may be perfect but I sometimes I it says supposing we fall short of the chosen ideal and stumble that means supposing we screw up. Now they're talking about sex, but believe me, you can apply this to anything, okay? Does this mean we're going to get drunk? Some people tell us so, but this is only a half truth. It depends on us and on our motives. If we're sorry for what we've done and have the honest desire to if we're and have the honest desire to let God take us to better things, we believe we will be, what's the word? Forgiven. In other words, God's going to forgive us if, if we're sorry for what we've done, fess up to it, have the honest desire to let God take us to better things, we'll be forgiven and have learned our lessons. But if we're not sorry and our conduct continues to harm others, we are quite sure to drink. We're not theorizing. These are facts of our, out of our experience. So, in other words, if I keep doing the same, 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 same thing over and over and over and over and over again going, heh, it's fine. That's, uh, I'm, I'm going to have problems. I'm going to have problems. And I think that may, be some, may answer some of the questions about the chronic, uh, some chronic uh, drinking. I don't know. That's theory. That's mine. Um, but I do know this: that if 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 we're uh, if we're here, and we're and we're and we're honestly trying to do better, and have a better life, and have better conduct in our lives, and we're honest with with other people by coming to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings, and having friends that you're willing to share things with, maybe a sponsor that you're willing to share things with, and you got a prayer life where you're. Telling God what 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 you're what you're up to, and asking Him 
or however you conceive of God to lead you to better things, I think we're going to be okay. I think I've been okay. I know I've been okay. And I've had some strange and, and not so great things happen that I've been able to get through. Okay? Not by my own, but by God's, but by God's help. So next week, um, next week, just to have a little, a little uh, teaser, it's going to be uh, steps 10 and 11. Okay. Before I got Alex as my sponsor, I'm going to go back to 1982 in Tucson, Arizona. I went to a meeting uh, the dead of dead of night. It was like eight o'clock at night, and it was very very dark. And I was driving, and I was I was it was in the middle of September, and so it was about 115 degrees, and I had on a knit tie and a sports coat because I wanted to look good. And I went to this meeting, and it was called the Maintaining Group. And it was outside, it was dark. And they were talking about the maintaining steps. And they went through the whole hour talking about the maintaining steps. And in the whole hour, I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> None whatsoever. So I wish I could go back and tell 22-year-old Trevor what the hell they were talking about. But what, I'm t what, what they were talking about was steps 10, 11, and 12. I don't go back through the steps again. I've done the first, first nine steps. What I got left in my life, what we've got is we live in, the, in steps 10, 11, and 12. Those are the maintaining steps. Whatever we've gotten out of Alcoholics Anonymous, we get to keep and practice, not work on, but practice in 10, 11, and 12, but that's for next week. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks, Pat. Good job. I, I like. I, I thought. I thought they were. <laughs> I like something that you said at the very beginning, even though it related to step three, and that is uh, making a decision to turn our lives and our will over to the care of God is really just a decision to move forward in the program. I thought that was a very powerful way to say it. So thank you for that. All right. Questions for Trevor? Yes. Kathy, an alcoholic, Hi, and Kathy. in your talk about fifth step, you know, it talks about uh, the promises of the fifth step, and it says that, you know, we're going to feel this, uh, look others in the eye, and walk down, and, you know, float around, and all that stuff, but what if you don't, or what if you have a sponsee who doesn't? Yeah, results may vary. Is that your question, Kathy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Kathy. That's a great question, because it's true. I mean, results vary I mean it's like it's like the, the idea of we've had a spiritual experience we're not drinking anymore but I don't feel like it you know I want Cecil B. DeMille you know I want you know Ben Hur and the chariots to come through it's not, gonna, it's not necessarily gonna happen it happens for some you know it was great no I'm kidding um, the second time that I did in fact both times the both times that I did the fifth step I mean I had a long long list I read them out and I felt very, very, uh, not empty like I feel so empty. And I felt like I just didn't have any thoughts. And it was a good feeling. It was a great feeling. It's like after, you know, poof, it was, it's all kind of off my shoulders. Off the shoulders. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not concerned anymore. So in that sense, you know, as we know, um, 
Bill was a was a was a was a writer of uh, you know he he liked to talk about things in in, in these terms and and you know uh, if it, if it doesn't if it doesn't seem that way uh, that's no that's no cause for alarm the truth is that we've done it we've we've and you know we're going to go through that archway and either way so I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't tell I would not uh, I would tell my person I was helping with that fear not worry not don't worry about it that's good you just keep on going do the six and seven and talk about that list you've made thanks so much Trevor um, thanks, Leslie. Les Leslie alcoholic um, uh, you you clearly pointed out and and most of us if we've looked at the big book at all know there's very little written about six and seven however there's other literature that we have uh, that maybe expands on it a little more and I was wondering if you've ever made use of any of those things things like you know the Joe McHugh book or the drop the rock series or you know the emotional any anything else that you have used to assist you or that you've used to work with others when they were trying to work on six or trying to do and understand six and seven okay yeah well doing step six and doing step seven took me about as long as I've been up here okay but what went before it uh, took considerably more and what's happened since has been almost a lifetime okay so but no I mean when when we're going through this is a, this is a process for me we're going one two three four five six seven then going into the amends going into making the list making the amends and then going to uh, going into uh, 10 11 and 12 the maintaining steps um, so no I'm sorry. No, but what we, what I what other literature I have used is uh, what comes after this in the big book, because it's very clear about what we do next, and it's very clear about what our defects, uh, what what kind, what we do about our defects, how we ask God to have uh, to get help going through the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Yes, sir. I couldn't let you get away that easily. Thanks, Jim. There's an old saying, uh, the curse of sobriety is awareness. And uh, the old timers used to say that all the time. Once you get sober, you become aware of everything. And you have to learn to rein that in. And they used to say things like, you got to put your horse blinders on and not <laughs> go off to the wrong path. Have you ever run into anything like that? That's a, I, I, I wish I had heard that very early. I, I never heard that, but I, I wish I had, because I know exactly what they're talking about. You know, it's, it's very easy to get distracted. Or in some of our cases, uh, because it says there's different kinds of alcoholics, I mean, they, not we don't drink differently, but that the way our heads work is some of us just way overthink certain situations, or we get very, very concerned about this particular awful thing that we may or may not have done or we you know we just have to go talk to our sponsor at length about this thing or that thing and that's where the the term easy does it probably came from and I'd like the horse blinders uh, thing that's that's great I'll tell you what I've been using recently at my not 
sponsor's request, but I, he kind of was pushing me toward this, is like, when, that, when those thoughts start coming up, I picture a big octagonal red stop sign. Stop! You don't need to go there anymore. You don't need to go down that rabbit hole one more time, thinking about something that either happened in the past that wasn't that great, or maybe it was fine and you just didn't understand what the heck was going on, or something that's going to maybe happen in the future, but maybe not, you know? Or start thinking about, we were talking about conversations that you're going to have in the future that may never ever actually happen. All those things are things that I have to put the big red octagonal stop sign up for, right? Just stop, don't do it. I have to say that several times as I start thinking, going, well, I wonder if, you know, if I could, no, stop, just stop. It's no good can come of that. Is that kind of what you're talking about, Jim? Because yeah. that's exactly. it's a hell, it's a hell of a note. Exactly. Stop. Stop. I don't know why some of us have those heads, and I don't know why, and I don't know why it does. You know, it's a little, it's a little thing, but you know, the the newcomer finds out eventually. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily go away either. Because you start asking people with some significant amount of time sober, they go, yeah, still. You go, okay. All right, Trevor, thank you very much. Thank you.